I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 259 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, it's time to get back to the gridiron today. Thursday Night Football will kick off a new week of NFL action. And to get you in the mood, I have with me today one of the greatest NFL players in the history of the game. He absolutely punished people on the field. Hall of Fame safety Ronnie Lott will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. Last week on the podcast, legendary wide receiver and Heisman Trophy winner Tim Brown stopped by. If you missed out on that one, please flip it back to episode 254 and take a listen. So last week, one of the greatest wideouts in the game. Today, one of the greatest safeties ever to play. And next week, I will be joined here by one of the greatest running backs of all time, Hall of Famer Terrell Davis will be joining me next week. Make sure you lock it in for that. And the following Thursday, my run of NFL Hall of Famers will continue. So be sure you're following me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out just who it is. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to go from the football field to the battlefield and talk about tough guys. Navy SEAL Medal of Honor recipient Michael Thornton is about as tough as they come. It was a tremendous honor for me to speak with him about fatherhood, so do not miss tomorrow's episode. And I just began uploading my episodes here to YouTube, so if that is a more efficient way for you to listen, please consider subscribing to my channel, First Class Fatherhood. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode, so please help me out with a subscribe. And don't forget, this week I am partnered with Combat Flags. They make American flags out of duty-worn fatigues. you got to check them out. Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER so you can save 10% off your order. All right, and please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with four-time Super Bowl champion Ronnie Lott. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty-worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with combat flags. Combat flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. All right, joining me now is a first-class father. He is the former first-round draft pick of the San Francisco 49ers, a team in which he won four Super Bowls playing with. He is a 10-time Pro Bowler, an eight-time first-team All-Pro. He is on the NFL 75th anniversary team, the 1980s and the 90s All-Decade teams. His number 42 has been retired by the 49ers, and he is, of course, a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It is a big honor for me to say, Ronnie Lott, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to uh, spending time with you. And, and when you think about first class, that's, that's, a, that's a tall achievement in life. And uh, um, knowing, knowing what dads and, 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 and mothers and, and all the parents that are out there, what we all try to go through to, 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 
to be associated with that type of uh, honor is, is 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 amazing. It's really hard and very difficult. Yeah, well said. Let's start right here, Ronnie. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Yeah, so I have uh, four kids. I have Ryan, who is 40. I have um, Haley, who is 27. I have Isaiah, who's 26, and I have Chloe, who is 24. Who she's 24. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have four myself. My mind go from uh, five to 13. So uh, I'm just getting myself ready here for them teenage years. Yeah. You know what's interesting is that um, when you think about what we all go through and we all think about it, is there are so many moments where you think about yourself being a teenager. You think about yourself not only being a teenager, but then you think about some of the things that you did, and then you think about what the teenagers do today, and then you think about all the equipment, you think about all the relationships. And and before you know it, you realize that you're a rookie at a lot of things. And, and the reason that you're a rookie is that there are just so many things that you've never experienced. And and then what you're hoping is that you're able to, you know, get get, you know, a group of people that you can lean on that hopefully can provide you a perspective of trying to make sure that you're doing the best you can do. Yeah, it, it certainly takes a village to raise a child, as they say. Um, if you could, Ronnie, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a quick little bit about your background. Yeah, my background, um, I grew up as a military brat, uh, born in Albuquerque, New Mexico, left Albuquerque, New Mexico, went to Washington, D.C., stayed in D.C. till I was about 10, and then moved from there to Southern California, then attended the University of Southern California, um, went from there to, um, um, to the San Francisco 49ers, played with the 49ers, ended up uh, having a great run, a lot of success there, um, went from there to playing – professionally again with the Raiders having it uh, having success there and then playing with the Jets and having a great time and success there and and then retiring and and from there uh, been a, a an entrepreneur and, and been involved in a lot of different businesses and more, and more importantly I have a foundation that uh, I started in 1989 called All Stars Helping Kids that's been phenomenal, and uh, we've been able to help a lot of different organizations throughout the Bay Area, and, and we've had a lot of success, and it's been a wonderful experience, and more importantly, we've been able to empower a lot of young people, and um, I know that a lot of people gave me opportunities and gave me a hand up, and uh, we've been able to do the same for a lot of different organizations and a lot of different young people. Yeah, so cool to hear that, Ronnie. And and about how old were you when you first became a dad, and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Yeah, I, I became a dad when I was 20, and I think the perspective of life changes from the standpoint that um, you realize that you have not only the responsibility, but you have to think about a lot of things, a lot of things that are outside the realm of, of of just focusing on yourself and 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 the question in life is you know which I always try to think about is you know how are you going to be the best at that how can you 
exhaust every moment? How can you give all you can? And um, um, that is really something that um, that I always find. And even today, am I doing that with my kids? Am I finding ways to making sure that they are getting all the opportunities and, and, and trying to find a path that they can, you know, forge and a path that they can own. And, 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 and that's what kind of what my parents have done with me. They've constantly have been, you know, great supporters, but they've been, you know, great friends and, and they've been tough on me. They've, they've allowed me to fail. They've allowed me to understand that, you know, you, you, you can't always get it right. And, and so, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I look at my parents today. They're still alive. They're great people. They're uh, people that, you know, truly care about their community and care about a lot of things. And I just continue to try to model my life around how they act, how they still do certain things. And, and, um, and so I, I'm hopefully kind of allow them because of their examples that they've set that I can kind of model my life around some of the things that they that that they do and 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 things that they have done which has been really amazing and sometimes tough love is is um is is what it is it's really tough love and and they've been able to give me a lot of tough love yeah, well said. And it's cool to hear you say that about the relationship with your parents. And I talk about it on my podcast a lot, Ronnie, is the fatherless crisis that we have in our country. So many kids are growing up without a dad. So, I mean, it was cool to see, you know, things that are dedicated to dads. I know you just uh, recently spoke at the Dad 2.0 Summit. Uh, what was that experience like for you? That was an incredible experience. And, and the reason it was incredible is that, you know, it's the story that you don't know about. And and what I mean by that, there was a dad there that, you know, talked about his life and talked about some of the challenges and talked about some of the experiences that he went through and and, and, and how challenging it was. And, and I think what you learn about that is that, um, you know, how lucky we are that we still can have the ability to be a champion as a dad, even though things could be, you know, challenging for the ways that we were raised and and the things that we went through and i think that summit is a, a perfect way and a perfect understanding of you know knowing that we all have our flaws but we all are trying to be better dads and and to build communities like that and to have relationships like that where you can hear from other dads is is invaluable yeah yeah good stuff and I think it's so cool that you do a podcast with your daughter, Haley, there called uh, Mind Games. What is it all about, and what was the genesis of that show? Well, the genesis is that she really thought that there was a, 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 an issue of, of, of people not really understanding how to use their inner mindfulness and to use their ability to control their minds. And, and, and she saw and, and she's heard from a lot of different people how difficult that is and 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 now having me involved which i think has been really amazing is that i've learned a lot she's learned a lot and then we've learned a lot from a lot of amazing athletes you know the, to to hear steve young talk about you know some of the issues that he was dealing with and some of the things that he struggled with 
to hear Carrie Walsh talk about some of the challenges of being a mom and, and, and being an athlete. And what you find is that we all have, you know, our abilities to kind of push ourselves, but we also have our abilities where we have, you know, where we can be vulnerable. And, and it's great to hear all of it, and it's great to hear that um, there are ways that you can fix it. I think that that last piece is a really interesting piece, and the reason I think it's an interesting piece is that, um, you know, as as Charles Haley said, who played with, played with the Cowboys, played with me with the 49ers, he goes, you know, we can sit around and we can have an AA meeting and we can talk about it with, you know, a select group of people. Because, but if you have a mental problem or you have difficulties, who do you sit with? Who do you talk to? Where, where do you go? How do you have that community? And it, it, it really, you know, made me think that this is a great opportunity for us to, you know, share, to create community, and more importantly, to allow people to know that it's okay. And, and, and not only is it okay, but there are ways that we can all, you know, get better at taking care of ourselves and, and living a, a prosperous, you know, whole life that could be very full of love and happiness. And every once in a while, we're going to have our moments of sadness. And, and if we do, you know, it's not going to destroy us, but it's going to be something that we can experience and something that we'll understand. Yeah, I, I love that philosophy and the concept of the show. I'm going to include, a, you know, a link to your podcast in the description of this episode so my listeners can check it out. And I see that you just had uh, Tim Brown on there recently. I just did an interview with him as well. He was really well-spoken on fatherhood. And one of the things I asked, uh, you know, him and a lot of the NFLers that I have on the show here is just because it's a difficult decision for a lot of parents out there whether or not to let their kids play tackle football. So uh, what's your opinion on young kids playing tackle football and what do you think is a good age to start? All right, Dad, the NFL season is now upon us, and the Major League Baseball season is winding down. There is no better time to take your kids to the ball game, and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save $20 off their tickets on SeatGeek.com by using my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS. Maybe you want to see a concert or a Broadway show. Save 20 bucks on the tickets on SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. It's a slam-dunk deal, Dads. SeatGeek.com, promo code FIRSTCLASS. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. So uh, what's your opinion on young kids playing tackle football, and what do you think is a good age to start? Yeah, it's funny. I, I've, been, I've played football growing up. I, was a, I played Pop Warner when I was 10 years old. I remember moving from Washington, D.C., and coming to California. And in and, and, and D.C., I, they, I didn't see kids that played with pads, and all of a sudden here I am, and I'm like, wow, this is so amazing. It's so cool. And, and yet, you know, with our kids, uh, my son, you know, said, what do you think? And I was like, well, you know, what do you think? And he was like, well, I, I like playing touch, and it's fine with me. And I said, okay. And, and you know, we, we both decided that, you know, there was going to be a point where he was going to be able to enter into uh, high school and, and be able to play the game. And so he, he, he didn't put pads on before then. He pl- played. Um, with his buddies, play with his friends, 
um, had a chance, you know, over the years to experience the game. Um, he loved it. And then, and then, like all of us, sometimes you're big enough, sometimes you're strong enough. And, and, and so Isaiah didn't, did not play professional football. On the other hand, Ryan, who, when you, when, when he was younger and coming out of high school, I didn't think he would be the, 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 the kind of man he is today in, in the size that he had. And, and so you never know. And, and he did grow and he got bigger and, and became, you know, a linebacker of all things and, and ended up um, playing the National Football League. But the question is really around when do you start? And I think that, that to me, in today's game, it's really centered around, you know, one, the aspirations, but two, if you think that you're worried and you think that you should not allow that to happen, then be, you know, take the precautions and, and, and find yourself saying that, you know what, there's going to be a time when I feel like he's sturdy enough, strong enough to be able to play, but I would never trade the experience of being with young men. Um, the reason that Boy Scouts is so amazing is that you're around young men. Uh, you get a chance to understand the, the, the challenges, the difficulties, and I think that the game of football is about the relationships and the friendships. It's, it's not about what we see in terms of the competition. Uh, I've always felt that there's nothing better of being around great men and learning from them and understanding their issues and understanding the challenges and the problems. That's, you know, if, if you think about fatherhood, that's one of the great things that we did see with the Dove, you know, fatherhood program is that they had a bunch of men that were there and sharing and being vulnerable and caring and talking and allowing all of us to become better at hopefully this gift of being able to take care of our kids. So, yeah, I, I think that kids should learn about the game of football, but I think they should learn about the game of life, of having great relationships and knowing that you can count on people to support you and, and help you. And, 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 and whether you win or lose, you lose together or you win together and you find ways to, you know, deal with those losses and you find ways to deal with those wins. Yeah, very well said. And you were one of, if not the hardest hitting safety to ever play the game. And, uh, you know, you punished a lot of people on the field. But what type of punishment did you hand out as a dad? What type of disciplinarian were you as a father with the kids growing up? you, you got to remember, man, I'm, I'm a military brat. And um, I'm, I'm a, I was pretty tough. You know, they, my, my wife and kids always said, there goes Sergeant Lott. <laughs> and so... I had my moments of being, um, you know, tough, but I, 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 I chose that because, you know, instinctively that's kind of the things that I live with. I've, I've lived with a lot of moments where you have to be on time. You have to do certain things. You have to have chores. You have to keep your locker clean. You have to be able to huddle and do the huddle the right way. And, and so 
all of those kind of disciplines are disciplines that I tried to share with my kids. And more important, I tried to share the disciplines of what it's like to have great relationships and, and to have fun and, and to laugh and to love and to care. And, and also at the same time, know that it's, it, it, the, the guy next to you or the person or the girl next to you is going to find themselves, um, you know, sometimes disappointed on on the fact that you didn't, you know, get your job done. So they, they're great lessons, and, and sports provides that. And, and being a dad um, like I was, I, I enjoyed the discipline of um, making sure my kids kind of saw the same things that I uh, experience when I was growing up as a kid. Yeah, very cool. And and I know you got four Super Bowl rings, uh, and I believe that you know Ryan would have been the only one to have uh, been able to see. Did he get a chance to see you uh, at the Super Bowl, uh, winning the Lombardi Trophy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know that, as you know, the the great part of life is uh, when you have those moments and. Um, and you're able to share them. And you're able to experience it. And, and, and um, you know, it's funny. I, I took my son Isaiah, and I took him to the Patriots game when they were playing the Giants, and it was the undefeated season. And and we went to the game, and we went on the field. I was flipping a coin, and it was so amazing watching him and looking at the guys and looking at the whole thing and. And 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 then you realize that you were once there, and and so he had his moment of being able to you know see it and to be up close with it, and um, and 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 what we what we saw was the things that we see in life sometimes the the, the sadness and the joy, and you know the sadness of losing and the joy of winning, and and um, he had a great time, and I think that sports is meant to have those kind of moments where you not only get to share it with with each other, but you also get to learn all these other little elements. And uh, that's what makes, you know, the relationship of being with, whether it's with your daughters or with your sons, that makes it so special. Yeah, and talk about sharing a special moment with your kids. What was it like to have your family present with you there when you were inducted into the Hall of Fame? Unbelievable. And the reason it's unbelievable is that, you're amongst the people that you admire the most as you as I was growing up and those you know amazing heroes and amazing leaders and amazing people um inspired me uh they challenged me and you know the great deacon jones he was there and deacon jones when i was a kid deacon jones said you be the best I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a garbage man. I want you to be the best at it. And I remember sitting there listening to him, and I was, I think I was about 12, 13 years old at the time, and I, I realized that I'm going to try to do that, and I'm going to try to uh, be that. And it turned out that, uh, um, you know, somebody giving you that gift and somebody sharing that with you um, inspired me, and, and, and now here I, here I am standing you know, next to him, and it made me realize that there are so many kids that you can, you know, you can amplify that message to, and hopefully there are kids out there that, you know, will hear and learn that you can be the best, and you can be the best at whatever you do. And and Deacon's point was, 
It doesn't have to be uh, a football player. You could be the best garbage man, and and I love it because we have a guy that's a great garbage man. He's unbelievable, and we wrote a letter talking about how great he is and 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 how he inspires us. And and and, and my point is that you know we all strive to be our best, and 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 it's a great quality and. And, and and knowing what I know, you know, today that's what we're expressing. We're trying to express and encourage people to know that, you know, you can be a great dad and you can you can blow it and and yet still you have a, a chance of being a great dad and, and as long as you are trying and, and, and communicating, you have a chance. Yeah, right on with that. And you have had just an incredibly uh, successful career on the football field, and you transitioned into having some success off the field. What's next for you, Ronnie? What kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself for the future? You know, the the, the, the number one plan is just exhaust life, man. Exhaust every moment. I've lost some really amazing friends to uh, ALS, and you realize that when you lose people that uh, – um, all they kept doing at the end, even though the, the, the disease was taking their life, they just kept playing. They kept giving everything. And, and to me, that's all I want to do. Uh, and, and so one is exhaust life and, and try to, you know, do as much as you can, as long as you can. And then the other thing is just, man, try to understand the idea around love and what that means and how you can touch, you know, a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. And, um, you know, with All-Stars, we've been able to kind of find our way to empowering, you know, people to believe that, you know, your your organization can change the world. And so we st- we help a lot of nonprofits um, that are startups and trying to get them to see that, you know, all it takes is an opportunity to help somebody and to serve somebody. And, and, and if we took away all our nonprofits right now, we couldn't exist. We couldn't function. Our, our society would have incredible challenges and problems. You think of, you know, people that go out and, and serve the seniors and get them medicines. And you, you can go down all the way to, to young people who are being picked up. And, and so we volunteer because we have to. And, and and I think that that part of service in life is, mm-hmm. is so valuable for all of us to learn and all of us to mm-hmm. uh, not only experience but to make sure that people are doing it and, 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 and doing it in the right way because it empowers our country when we see young people, you know, trying to change the world and, 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 and trying to help others change the world. And uh, usually it starts with people understanding how to give to another human being. Yeah, that's incredible, Ronnie. I'm glad we have people like you and your organization out here uh, doing it. Your voice is so needed right now in our society. And last thing I want to hit you in here, Ronnie, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new father or for that about-to-be dad who's out there listening? I think the, the new dad and, and that person who is, you know, first start with so much love, man. Realize that you got to empty that out every day. You got to, and and and, what, and the reason I say that is that whether it's good love or bad love, you're, it's all about that. And and what I mean by the bad love is that 
there will be moments where you're going to love and still feel bad because you had the discipline. And, and so, but start with the idea around love. You know, it, it, it's, it, it's fascinating to me that, you know, it's, it's something that we can never replace in society, and yet uh, anger and hatred and some of the things that we've seen recently is causing us to not trust, not to understand, not to follow through, not to do all these things that are so valuable to our society. And, and, and that's what's made this country so great is that we've, we've allowed people to know that they can belong and they can they can they can find a, their path and that they can be a part of our society and 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 more importantly that they can be great dads no matter where you come from no matter uh, what thoughts you have and no matter what religions you are you could be a great dad and 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 so to me like being a great athlete it comes with a lot of mistakes. It comes with a lot of ideas and thoughts of just trying to be your best. And um, for all the dads out there, um, and kudos to you. But stay there. Continue the path. And, 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 and yes, you're going to have your moments, but follow through and don't find yourself giving up. It, nobody, you know, we can't give up on our kids and we can't give up on our, uh, on our relationships. It's, it's, um, yeah, you just can't, you can't. And, and I know that we have moments where we believe it. And I know we have moments that it does happen. And yet, um, try to make sure that you're exhausting all, all those moments, even when it doesn't feel like you can yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. i got to say, Ronnie Lott, you are a first-class father all the way, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you very much. This is awesome, man, and thank you for the uh, opportunity to spend time with you and, and, and share my thoughts. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Ronnie Lott for giving me a few minutes of his time here. How cool was that? Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, and drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to hear your feedback. Lock it in for next week. I'll be joined by another NFL Hall of Famer. Terrell Davis will be joining me. Tomorrow, you do not want to miss the Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood. Former Navy SEAL legend, Medal of Honor recipient, Michael Thornton joins me here, all right? So lock it in for that. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood, and thank you for doing so. Please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers, and we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Tall as a tree, I saw feelings.